0: So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox.
1: So... Sweetness.
0: Good morning.
1: Now that we're, rec- good morning. Now that we're recording, you have to be nice to me.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the same thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should tell our listeners about the new name of the show.
0: Um. Yes. I'll let you introduce the new name.
1: Okay. Well, the show didn't really have a name per se for the first year or so that we did this, it was just called James and Sauna. And it didn't, I mean, those are our names, but the show itself didn't really have a name. And it was just kind of a nameless show that we did under our own names. But uh, we recently made a decision to change the name of the show to what you see on your player, wherever you happen to be listening to it. And the name of it is Ba Voshadan. And that is a Persian word. And I'm going to actually allow Sana to explain the meaning and significance of this word.
0: I'm going to let James this do it. This is your
1: cue to speak.
0: <laughs> I'm going to let James explain it. <laughs> well, okay. So, <laughs> no. well,
1: my, understanding, my understanding is that it means uh, conscious, conscientious awake enlightened perhaps am i on the right track
0: Mm -hmm. actually it's a very very important word and it has really significant value in persian culture so if you really see somebody who is high society person well educated and um lives a righteous life we usually associate that person with this word. We would say, for example, James Mardaba uh, That means James is a very conscious person. But in English, it means conscious. But if you look at it in Persian literature, it might be more to it than conscious. It means a good man, a righteous man, a faithful man.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, okay, how do you define righteous? Because that... Can mean all kinds of different things to all kinds of different people.
0: Somebody who has um, morale and uh, try to always make right decisions in life and uh, not selfish. Yeah, a good man.
1: <laughs> so just a good man.
0: No, all well, the other nothing things special. I said.
1: He's just a good guy. So when you say, how, "Okay," so how do you say it? So. Would you say Sana has bavoshtan? Is that a correct way to say it in English?
0: No. Ba basically means okay. has or with. So you will say... Has or with. Yeah, Sana okay. is bavoshtan means Sana is a very conscious person with okay. conscientious.
1: Right. Conscious, conscientious. Yeah. How about, how about the word enlightened? Would, would you use that word?
0: Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but, but in Persian, I don't know right now. You want me to right. look it up. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure, why not? We've got time.
0: So enlightenment means a person who is really open-minded, mm-hmm. always see things positive.
1: Okay. All right, well, the story kind of behind this is that, I, I hate when people say kind of, I hate that. I listen to all these podcasts for a living, and everyone says sort of, kind of. Just say what you mean. Don't don't say sort of. Don't say kind of. Just say it. You know what I mean. And it kind of gets on my nerves. Okay. Anyhow, we were uh, talking things over, and the current name of the business. As of a couple of weeks ago, was committed media. And there's a story behind that, uh, <clears throat> which I've shared on the show. Uh, and the story is that we both showed extraordinary commitment to get through uh, our time apart last year, uh, commitment to get the visa application in order for me to get to uh, uh, Vietnam, all of everything that was involved with that it just took extraordinary commitment to get that and i was inspired to name the business committed media and the problem with committed media is it's a okay name but it's a little boring honestly it's a little bit uh high-minded it's a little bit braggadocious one would be forgiven for thinking that someone who chooses to name their business committed media thinks a little bit too much of themselves. And it was always in the back of my mind, just thinking it's it's a good name and there's a good story behind it. It just doesn't really work in my mind. There was just a little bit of cognitive dissonance, as they say, with the name of this business. And so I was sharing this with Sana, just expressing a desire to have a different name for our business. And one of us said the word conscientious And then the other said, that's exactly the word that I was thinking.
0: I was saying to you that we should choose something that relates to you and has significant impact in your life. And we both suddenly talked about conscientious.
1: Yeah, we both had the word conscientious in our mind, or consciousness or conscious. And uh, so one thing led to another. I was just kind of researching, should... (laughs) Do you go from committed media to conscientious media? Uh, No, that's even worse. Uh, But then, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, Sana's Persian or she's Iranian. Uh, Maybe there's a Persian word that will work. And it turns out that this word uh, bavoshdan, it works and it works for our purposes. Now, if we were in Iran forming a business and our primary market was Iranians, I don't know if we would name our business that for the same reason that you wouldn't name it conscientious media it just sounds a little bit just sounds a little bit off am i correct
0: yeah something like that but there are people who call it bush but i haven't heard one
1: it would just it would just be a little bit off. a little bit weird huh <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. like if you were if we were in, in iran and our primary market was iranians we wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily do that because mm. it's just not it's just a little too high-minded. You you just think too much of yourself. You wanna uh, you wanna be a little bit self-deprecating, I guess. Mm. When you're when you're in business, you don't want to give the impression that you think you're better than you really are. Mm. If anything, you want to put yourself down a little bit. That is what's endearing to people. But Americans are suckers for foreign things. It's just like you go to uh, the strip malls here in America, which you will soon see, Sana. Soon see, Sana. As soon as we get this crazy visa situation figured out and you get over here, you'll see that you'll go to a, a strip mall and it has just like a nail salon, a Jimmy John's, a Kroger, but it's called the Shops at whatever, and they spell the word Shops SHOPPES to give the impression that this is french because french in in american uh, the, the american psyche it, it, it bespeaks of high mindedness it's be, be, uh, sophistication and it's just it's just the way that people think and that's and that's why they name these little strip malls uh, it, it give the impression that it's french somehow and it 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 works I can't explain why it's a psychological thing. So that's kind of the idea is that Americans are kind of enamored by uh, things that are unfamiliar. So that is the story behind the new name of our business slash podcast. We also have a a URL com, which is not functional at the moment, but it will be soon and we will share more as soon as it is functional. So. Do you have any words of wisdom you want to add to this sweetness?
0: Let's try how much Persian words you know.
1: Yeah, my Persian is a little weak, honestly.
0: Yeah, but you can say hello. Salam. Yes. Merci. means yes, thank you.
1: Should we tell the story about um, what I said to your mother? It's up to you. <laughs> okay, I think I, I I think it's harmless and it's it was an innocent mistake and it's. Actually, really funny. Mm-hmm. So, I have I subscribe to this email. Uh, it's an email subscription from Persian Pod One Hundred and One. They call it. It's like a service that teaches Persian, and I've actually subscribed to it. Uh, it's like twenty five dollars a month, and and you can learn to speak Persian fluently, theoretically. And so, uh, I would look at the. Or the, I think the daily email came in, or, or maybe it was one of the lessons on the app for this Persian uh, this Persian teaching thing, and I learned the word Nibi Named, which means, what does that mean?
0: Nibi Named means I can see you.
1: Okay, well, I don't know if that was the exact word, but it, it, I, I, it was Nibi Named, we'll just say that, okay? So, <clears throat> I am p- feeling proud of myself because I have learned this Persian word. And I am now speaking to my mother-in-law, who is uh, Sana's mother, of course, who's in Thailand. Well, she's in Iran now, but she was in Thailand at the at, when we were speaking. And so I told myself, this is my opportunity to impress my mother-in-law. I'm going to speak Persian to her. And so I said uh, what I thought was that term, Nibi Named. And it... Immediately after it rolled off my tongue, I, I realized that is not the that is not the word that I learned. I, I misspoke, right? And I'm looking up, and Sana is just laughing hysterically. She is just beside herself, doubling over in laughter at what I've just said. And so I have, to, and, and I'm still on with um, uh, Malia, my mother-in-law. And I had to, I think I put the phone on mute or something. I muted my microphone and I said, what, what did I just say? And Sana said something. It was something along the lines of, I desire your breasts. <laughs> like It's like basically what a, a baby would say when the baby wants to be breastfed. Right. <laughs> so uh, thankfully... Uh, my dear mother-in-law was not uh, really paying attention to what I said. I think she, I, I, I or think maybe it was respectfully,
0: did try to show. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that she didn't hear. Right?
1: Yeah, she probably. She probably she probably heard it and said, uh, "I think this guy didn't mean to actually say that." Yeah. And, and didn't actually laugh. It was really funny. Here I am using. a a, a Persian phrase with my mother-in-law and I'm basically saying I want to suck on your breasts
0: (laughs) 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 it was so funny because you were like so calm and so proud of yourself you were like "Salam," (laughs) and then you said how are you Chetori and mom responded to you and then you wanted to kind of say see you later and then you said you wanted to say me namet, and you said Yes,
1: that's what it was.
0: Right. And then you suddenly said Mamma namet." that means I won Right, I won. right. whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if that if if I'm if I'm ever asked James what is your most embarrassing moment, I think I can use that and be safe.
0: <laughs> I should tell this to Linda. <laughs> We forgot to tell her.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I told her. <laughs> okay. I, I I don't I don't remember. Linda is my mother. Mm. Uh, should should let's tell the story about the the practical joke that we played on my mom.
0: You, oh my goodness, mom really bought that. <laughs> yeah,
1: she bought it hook, line, and sinker. So we were um, we had just been married just a couple of months prior. This is in it's the spring of 2020, and. Um, part of the process of getting your marriage legalized in Vietnam is to get a i like a health evaluation i guess it's like they just check you out make sure that you're sound and fit to be married i guess that's the way the government operates in Vietnam and so we're just going through the motions we're at the hospital going from station to station i felt like i was in the army honestly going like in processing with the army that's what it felt like going to all these different places and doing all this stuff that has no meaning and then just somebody signs your little paper and then you go to the this <laughs> reminded me of the army anyway so we're there <clears throat> and sana and i decide we're going to play a little prank on my mom uh so uh I, I heck i can't remember exactly how it went but we called her up and i think i said something like hey mom um do you, do you remember
0: Which hospital you circumcised me?
1: Yeah. It was like what which hospital was I circumcised? And she told me it was I think it was the hospital where I was born, just a couple of days after I was born. And I said, Oh they didn't do it right. We were just we're at the hospital here and the doctor told me that they have to do it again. <laughs> and and my mom was like your what kid. no! <laughs> she actually bought it for a, a good few seconds until she finally realized who she was talking to and uh put two and two together and said, "Yeah, my my son is full of it." But she she we had her going for a few seconds there, didn't we? That was right.
0: Funny. Yeah. She was she's was so, she's always calm and quiet, and when she heard that, she was like, "What?" Wait, wait yeah. a second. What? No. And he was like, no, no, you're not going to do it.
1: <laughs> they have to recircumcise me. <laughs> they didn't do it right. Forty-five years later, or 44 years later, I have to get <laughs> circumcised again. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I guess we're just kind of telling stories here, aren't we, in this About our podcast, moms. aren't we? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Mother stories. All right. Why don't you share a a story about your mother?
0: All I remember about my mom is when we were just in primary school and my mom, every morning, 5 a.m., exactly 5 a.m., she put a very loud music on and she dressed up like Madonna. Makeup, (laughs) one stocking green, another red, because during her time she used to dress up like that. And she would prepare breakfast and wake us up because we must read a book every morning right after we get Mm -hmm. off the bed you know and then do our homeworks and stuff like that before a service come and pick us up for school yeah i can Mm -hmm. never forget that i also remember when i was i think eight or nine years old uh it was the time that internet and computer was pretty much revolutionized the whole you know mm-hmm. our lives and my mom goes to this technical university north of iran and talk with the rector saying what is this thing came into the world called computer i heard in your university 20 devices you have important stuff like that i want my daughter to learn and then he was like so how old is your daughter <laughs> is she our student it's like no my daughter is only eight uh, doesn't matter. I don't want her to understand. I want her to sit with your, uh, university students and, uh, finish the whole course. Man, I think that was the biggest trauma I had in my life. And I felt like everybody, yeah, I, I was like, what is this device? It's only blue and yellow. And all these big, big, you know, classmates sitting together and typing something I've, I couldn't reach. And I was getting so sad. I kind of hated my mom that then but when I started my university in in 2000 and I sat in a class of 70 students and I noticed how my classmates didn't know where is the on and off button on a computer and I knew so much I was like wow I thank my mom because my mom that time knew that when I grew up I would need computer technology and stuff like that so I was pretty much ahead of my classmates yeah, my mom is a study education freak.
1: Yeah, yeah, your mom uh, had definitely took care of you and your sister. Mm. Oh. You still there, honey?
0: Yeah, you don't see me?
1: Okay. No, I can't see you. I see you. I haven't you. been able to see you the whole time.
0: I see you.
1: So, you cou- you were able to see me while I was uh, going to the other side of the room. Yeah. And I went to uh, my desk where I keep my computer. I'm on my laptop. And I put on my blue light blocking glasses. I just got these. They just came in the mail yesterday. And I have no financial affiliation with this company. But it's called Raw Optics. R-A Optics. And I purchased a pair of blue light blocking glasses. Because I was just feeling uh, just the wear and tear of looking at a computer screen all day just was wearing down on me, and I heard about these many times editing Ben Greenfield's podcast uh, and other shows that I produce, and uh, I finally broke down and bought them. They were not cheap, but you know it's it's worth it's worth it for your health, right? To save your though. eyes and save your. It keeps you from getting a headache. It makes you able to work. Uh, longer and without as much stress. I mean, I was just getting to the point where it's just like editing one podcast episode was just, uh, it was just such a drudgery because it was just, um, I was just, just get so tired. And the instant that I put them on, like I got them in the middle of the day, <clears throat> so I was working in the morning and then they came in the mail and put them on in the in the afternoon and instantly I could feel the relief on my eyes and on my whole body my whole my whole uh everything perspective mm-hmm. just instantly changed right and i was still tired and i still took it easy yesterday but it was a wise decision it was wise investment yes and that's what it is honey it's not it's not spending money it's an investment in my health so that's right yeah it's not it's not stupid to spend money on something that's going to have a long-term benefit Mm-hmm. That's called an investment.
0: Yeah, right. And feet too. That's why I like to buy shoes. If yeah, my, you
1: do like to buy shoes, don't you?
0: <laughs> in my country, we say if your feet are at comfort, your brain works.
1: Mm-hmm. That is true, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much about our our bodies that we that we take for granted that we are, we're just not aware of how our but just our body uh, is is intertwined and connected. We we just think of our feet as just our feet, and we, it doesn't occur to us that there is a connection between the feet and our brain, our hands, our gut. There's a lot about about the gut uh, that that could be said. We could speak for hours if we knew what we were talking about about how the gut affects every part of your of your health so we should have somebody on who's like an expert on gut health that would be very interesting to talk about because i've i've listened to many podcasts on it but i'm definitely not qualified to speak with any authority on it but i i've heard enough to know that it's very very important to your overall health your gut well honey sweetness
0: i hope you didn't forget forget what we promised our listeners to share how we are so committed to each other.
1: Yeah, we've shared that on a number of occasions, honey. I don't think they need to hear that again.
0: Yeah, but we were supposed to talk about how I am a saposexual and you are a sapiophile.
1: Oh, a sapio what?
0: <laughs> you are a sapiophile.
1: A sapiophile? Yeah. What does that mean?
0: Well,. You have to wait for the next episode.
1: Ah, I thought we were going to talk about that in this one. <laughs> no,
0: that's how I'm going to okay, end is, this. Wh- that's that's how I'm going to end this, and then we start a new one with that.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Let's let's press uh, stop You're, on this. No,
0: one. you wrap up this one first. So that's I. What I'm saying
1: we'll wrap this one up, and then we can start another one.
0: Yeah. So that's how it's going to go. Like that's how I did it okay you're gonna hear it in the next episode
1: okay in the next episode the action-packed episode we are going to hear sauna explain what is a sapiosexual and a sapiophile it sounds extremely unhealthy to me but she promises <laughs> that it is going to be riveting and entertaining and informative so hold on to your hats it's going to be quite a ride we should also mention that people can support us financially, honey. If people want, if people enjoy our show, th- there should be a button on your uh, on your app wherever you're listening to support the show, and it'll take you right to the website, and you can donate whatever you want—a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, five thousand uh, dollars. It's it's helpful to because all of these expenses with getting sauna to the United States and all the visa issues and getting me over there so that we can be together. It really adds up a lot. And so if anybody enjoys this show and wants to uh, participate and, and uh, helps out a little bit financially, we'd be uh, delighted to hear from you and uh, to be the recipient of your support.